Hey guys, welcome back to the Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin and Aisha Shelton, and we are happy to be here today. We are. <laughs> Why are we not happy to be here today? I'm not saying we're not. I'm just laughing at how you said it. It was random, but. Oh, okay. And we're back. We are back. For another episode. Another episode. And. Uh, I don't know. We've just been jumping into what we're talking about for this episode. But um, how about we do a check-in? How you okay. doing? I'm all right. I'm hanging in there. It's a lot of moving parts right now. The market's pretty crazy. And, you know, we've been working a lot. So it's been a journey. So tell me, will you be yawning this entire episode? I will not be. No Appreciate that. <laughs> Yawn free in 03. Yawns are contagious. Yawn free in 2023. We can say it now. Oh, um, that's true. That's true. Um, what else is going on in the world of marriage and real estate? Uh, conference is up. The conference website is up. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so conference.com. We have our mixer scheduled for April 15th. April 15th, April 5th. April, is it the 5th? It is April the 5th. All right. Well, yeah. I'll be there. April the <laughs> Not 5th. 10 days late. At, please don't come 10 days later. I don't think anybody will be there, but we hope that you will be here. So if you are in the Houston area, you should definitely join us at the Sheafley Hotel. Uh, go to marriageandrealestateconference.com to sign up. Yep. Free um, event. Free um and yeah come hang out with other couples who are doing this thing called real estate yep so that's super exciting um yeah family life everything <laughs> I- <laughs> okay so what are we talking about today kevin is marriage dead is marriage dead is it dying is it dead okay so don't kill us but we're married and we are married um, and the show is called marriage and real estate and the marriage is called and the show is called marriage and real estate but marriage is dead this podcast well from what we understand it is tough out here in these single streets that is true Okay, and so the reason why we wanted to discuss if marriage is dead is because we just kind of wanted to explore, like, is there any hope for the black family? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, it's funny because I don't even think it's a black family problem. Everybody seems like they're struggling out here. I mean, what is happening? I don't know. Technology, man. Social media, dating apps. Swipe left, swipe right. We can't even like yeah, it's a, meet people to find out if we have good chemistry because we just want to see what that picture look like. It's a world of consumption. So I think everybody has. That's yawn number two. Let's keep count. You go ahead and let it out because it happened. Nope. Yeah, it happened. Nope. It did not suck in air. World of consumption and. World of consumption. Uh-huh. And people are overstimulated. And have high expectations, unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody wants washboard abs and a bunch of zeros in a bank account when they don't have washboard abs or a bunch of zeros in their bank account. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's just a, sneeze number one. Uh, we're not counting sneezes. <laughs> okay. But no. So, you know, it's hard out here for people to find somebody to um, mate with and, and be married to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, 
before we got married and when we were dating, online dating was like a thing, but not as big of a thing as it is now. Um, now I think this is the only way, one of the only ways people date and meet people. Would you have a preferred method? If you could say the best way to meet somebody, what do you think it is? I have no clue. Uh, I guess in person, I don't know what people are doing now. I I was never a like bar person. Uh-huh. Number three. <laughs> Go ahead. I didn't let it out. It counts. You were I never gotta, a bar person. I gotta find out how to avoid that. I was never a bar person or a like pickup line person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me and even how I met you was always through like real interactions or you know personal events or whatever but i also don't know nothing because i wasn't i've been married my whole that's true life. kevin kevin has no good dating stories okay I do and not. if they are stories they're from, they're high, from school. high school um but i feel like you know you i think friends introducing friends to one another is yeah. a good way to meet people right because if you know a good guy and a good girl that may potentially be good together that's a really good way especially at our age i feel like that's a really good way to find a mate however because of social media and bbl culture and this like facade of perfection Perfection, yeah Yeah, like to be clear we all got a little bit of crazy we all have a little sprinkle of trauma and when you bring that together with somebody else who got their own version of crazy and a different kind of trauma than you there is some friction right and i think that comes with a relationship and not that it should be always friction but i think people think too that it's supposed to be easy like if it's it's not supposed to be this hard and i'm like sis get married it gets challenging but see i think the thing is people people are looking at snapshots on the internet and Mm -hmm. it makes life seem much easier than it is Mm -hmm. when in reality people are depressed people are people are lonely people are really having a hard time so you bring that into a relationship right so the real person that you're meeting on the other side of that app is a whole different picture than the snapshot that you might see on IG or, you know, TikTok or whatever. People are seeing very small moments. So, you know, people are just way more dynamic than the internet makes them be. And that's hard for people to handle. Yeah. So in this age where one is just hard to date, Mm -hmm. um, finding the right person. So we were on the black wealth Renaissance podcast and there was a clip that, you know, kept that went out with Kevin talking about our partnership. Right. And overwhelmingly, there was support of like, where do I find a woman like that? Or, you know, I need my husband to be like that or whatever. And um, I feel like that seems elusive. Yeah. But it takes so much work to get here. Right. Like. Some of it is seamless. Some of it is chemistry. Like we just have a thing. But I've also been in in a relationship where it was forced to like where I'm trying to make it work. Like I got this dream and I got this vision and I'm trying to do it with this person who really doesn't have the same vision or dream that I do. Or the abilities to make it happen. I think that's a thing, too. People got to kind of repress. They have to appraise where they actually are. Right. Like. There's a lot of delusions of grandeur in the world. So yeah. people date, and that's that's one of the reasons why people want to date 
quick, fast money or whatever, drug dealers or scammers or whatever. Because Who want to date the scammers? What are you at? Oh, that's a big thing now. What? Women don't want to date regular guys. They want to date, like, scammers. Sounds or like internet make... BS that you've been watching. <laughs> it's the same thing with internet dating. No, no, no. It's a real thing. You like, saw a clip, and people, now you want to no, make that. I saw several that the... clips and several videos. <laughs> it's okay. a thing. I think that's a demographic people of women. Wanna, girls want to date guys with money. Okay. But the people with the money okay. aren't the straight-laced guys or whatever. Anyway, they were talking about it on the radio, too, this morning. There was a girl who broke up with a guy, good guy, made decent money, but he was boring. He wasn't. He didn't have any edge, so she broke up with him. Mm-hmm. So her girlfriend, her best friend or whatever, uh, kept in touch with the guy, saw the guy like six months later or whatever, and he asked her out on a date. Mm-hmm. So she asked her friend, hey, can I date this guy? And she was like, no, because you're violating girl code. He's off limits, Mm -hmm. even though she's in another relationship now. Yeah. So it was kind of the question was, are you blocking your blessings? Uh, But also it's the type of guy, right? I think that nice guys finish last model has been around for a very long time. And we're still in an age of that. So, you know, the Internet just perpetuates that. Yeah. Um, I also know that, you know, women, especially African-American women, are trained to be like these boss go-getter type Mm -hmm. women. Right. And so we go out into this world and we create this very bossed up life. Um, and then it's hard to find somebody to match that energy yep. um, or to find a man that can deal with the life that you've created for yourself or that matches that life. Yep. And then that incongruence. Right. So like you have a man that doesn't quite have as much as the woman has or vice versa and there's no need like the man doesn't need a woman that's bossed up he actually needs a woman that can take care of his kids and clean up and do the house stuff and so it's very hard to find that good match um i know that you know what was i listening to a podcast or something talking about the benefits of being married especially when it comes to home buying right yep um inflation is like your money together yeah inflation is a huge thing right now in uh in the u.s economy and so you know having two incomes makes so much sense right now um and i think it just makes sense in general but certainly in such a tumultuous time as this when housing prices are high and interest rates are not as favorable as they were a few years ago you know and when people look at they go, oh, well, I want it like it used to be. Well, the cost of living in 1960 right. was much different than in 2023. Right. So in our modern world, in our modern economy, it does take two incomes. And everybody sees, you know, these middle class dreams. And sometimes it takes two incomes to create those. Because if I'm a teacher and you're a teacher and, you know, ain't no Mercedes in that, right? right. Like it's like... If I make 50 grand and you make 50 grand and we have a house and we have a kid, we got expenses. Well, I was looking at, so y'all know we build affordable housing or whatever, and I'm looking at the average median income chart, um, mm-hmm. which is relevant to the homes that we sell. And all right, that's number four. It is not. I did not. Or five. I, so I was breathing in. I could be wrong, but it's four or five for sure. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the average median income chart, and for a single person,
person to purchase one of our affordable homes because it is income restricted in 2001, that average median income at 120% was $63,000. In 2021. 2021, right? So I have not looked at the AMI chart, the most recent AMI so chart. But I, I remember when $60,000 was good. $60,000 was a lot of money. Let me tell you then. something. I did some amazing things with $40,000, okay? Home ownership, vehicle, travel, didn't have to worry about much as a single person. And now what it's saying is five or six. <laughs> now what it's saying is like at $60,000, it is difficult for you to afford a home at market rate. I mean, it's true, especially once you put the interest rates in it. The bottom line is to get ahead, you need the ability to pay your bills and save. And sometimes that takes two incomes. In most cases, that takes two incomes. And in reality situations, there's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, two people working can can accomplish a lot, of, a lot more goals than one person. Um, so people should go towards that. But yeah. the world teaches you that that's not enough and that's not good. So, And y'all probably heard me botch this up before, but, you know, try moving a couch by yourself, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's so much easier to move closer to the goals and dreams that you have if you have two people on each side moving in the same direction, right? Yeah. And so I think that's one of the things that we miss out on. And this is not like a... This is not to say like what's wrong with everybody because we understand that it's difficult, right? But also we're set how look how far back we're set when we don't have this uh shared part when we don't have this partnership to push these things forward. Yeah, you end up behind even more than you were behind when you started. Yeah. And then add kids on top of it, right? Ooh. Like, you know, being a single parent is a very, very hard thing to do. And even this generation, one of the things that I've seen more and more is people having children by themselves, right? Like, oh, well, I just got a kid or whatever, and the dad's not in the picture. Like that big social media clip went viral with that guy talking about. Missed it. All the baby mama guys, the the guy with all the baby mamas. No, I ain't see it. The guy with seven baby mamas talking about he. You keep saying it like. <laughs> I'm see it if you it, keep saying okay. the same thing. <laughs> so there, was a, there was a guy on the internet who went viral because he had seven or eight baby mamas. He wasn't taking care of any of the kids, and he was blaming the mothers. He was like, y'all were irresponsible for having unprotected sex with me. Oh, that guy. That guy. Okay, so yeah. So he's creating financial hardship for those women, too. You know what I mean? Because now you have these people that cost money. And you got one person struggling to keep up and the time and attention. Yeah, and, and to be clear, it's hard parenting with two of us. With two. <laughs> so help. It's, 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 it's admirable when one person does it. But again, I saw a meme that said something about like, I don't want to. I don't want to be um, admired for the punches that I take or the or my struggle, which fair, like totally fair. So when it comes to the question of is marriage dead? The question to ask the general public is, do you want it to be? Because it's way harder when it is. I don't know that people want it to be. You know what? You know what the question that I have is like, okay, you can't find the ideal mate. Do you settle? No, but I think you make the ideal mate. Or the ideal mate. I don't think it's a, a matter. 
You don't make the ideal mate. Have you tried it? I know I have. No, no, no. I'm not saying <laughs> make a person. I'm saying you make a relationship work. You find somebody with the crust, the crust of what you need. In okay. Chris Rock's words. And then you build something on top of that because you ain't come perfect and I ain't come perfect for you. But we got some crust and we made a pie together out of it. Right. So. You take some of your good stuff and some of your bad stuff, and I take some of my good stuff and some of my bad stuff, and we smooth out the edges and we make it work. I think that's what marriage is. At the end of the day, it is never going to be perfect. You're always going to be have to work. You're always going to have to work on your relationship. You're always going to have to work on yourself. And the benefit of that is it makes the other components of life easier, not harder. Because you got to do the work either way. You got to work on you regardless of what happens with me. And I got to work on me regardless of what happens uh, to you. So if we're working together, the other things become easier. The self-work is still the self-work. Yeah. If I may, what what I believe is the, the key to this whole partnership marriage thing. And when you are looking for that person or deciding if this is the person I think it's important that both of you have made the decision, right? Because there's always somebody more handsome, more tall, more sexier, more better in bed, more whatever that may be that's out there. And you have to daily make a decision to say, I've chosen this person to go forward with life and to maximize. Good, bad, and different. Good, bad, or indifferent. When you make that choice, and I think that's where we fallen off and why marriage has fallen off so much too in, in numbers and sheer numbers is because people are not, are not settling, but people are unrealistic in what they're supposed to have and what that's supposed to look like. Right. But if you have somebody that wants to be with you and you want to be with them and y'all have a similar vision in life, then that's certainly somebody that you should go forward with. Should you be attracted with to them? Absolutely. That would be Nice, wonderful even, but there are plenty plenty of arranged marriages over the centuries that have turned out quite well that, you know, maybe they weren't initially, but you found a way to love them. I don't know. That might be controversial. That might be a little bit of controversy. I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, how long we going to wait <laughs> Well, before we start saying, like, maybe I need to refine my criteria? That makes sense. I mean, you, you're a big proponent of matchmakers and stuff like that, so that makes a lot of sense. One of the things that I think this modern world doesn't have is people, the community piece that other couples had, right? Okay. Like, you know— I think when we were a closer knit society physically, not necessarily like social media is supposed to bring people together and almost separates people apart. Right. Right. When you had to go to the party or the the family gathering or whatever, you had a lot more physical interactions with people Mm -hmm. versus siloed interactions. So you got to see somebody say, hey, girl, here's this guy for you. Give him a shot. You know what I mean? You looking at somebody on the phone. They might not meet your criteria on the phone. Right. But in reality, like we would have never dated if it was match, you know, on a, you know, swipe or whatever, because you don't know the other side. Of, and plus, neither one of us on apps like that. But the reality of the situation is sometimes you need that community piece going. This is something I see for you. Right. That you can't see. Yeah. Um, and that's why having that village around you. I mean, even us, it was connected through friends. Right. It was like somebody saying, 
ah, give him a shot because I think mm-hmm. he might be good for you. Or ah, give her a shot. I think she might be good for you. Yep. Even when we didn't, we don't know. Right. Right. So in a world where everybody's siloed on their phone, there's nobody else saying, give them a shot. Connecting. So you're missing a lot of those pieces. And that's the benefit of a matchmaker, a benefit of arranged marriages. It's somebody else's input in seeing something that you otherwise couldn't see for yourself. Yeah. But no. I've, and right now we want you to take a moment and hit that like button and hit that subscribe button and that notification notification bell so that you can see more content just like this on real topics and real conversations about marriage and real estate and business and communities who empower your dreams in your life. So um, please follow the Marriage and Real Estate podcast on Instagram at Marriage and Real Estate. TikTok now. We got a TikTok at Marriage and Real Estate Pod. Uh, YouTube, Marriage and Real Estate Podcast. Uh, But yeah, check us out and we will be back with more hot topics the next episode. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the view. More hot topics coming to you. All right. You have a point to wrap up or are you good? No, I was just going to say this has been the Marriage and Real Estate episode where Kevin and Aisha were out.